0: Hello, welcome to the Soul Tending Podcast. Thank you for joining me for another lovely week of the Pisces season. And as I look out my windows, I can see the beautiful dark blue purplish clouds which soften my heart and stir my longing. The big energy of the Venus-Jupiter conjunction too is filling my heart with so much sweetness. If you haven't seen the two brightest planets coming together, be sure to look toward the west in the evening sky to see Jupiter right above Venus. I am recording this episode on Saturday, the day before I edit and release the episode. That will be tomorrow, Sunday, February 26th, for the following week. It's the energy of the final week in February and the beginning of March. So that's February 27th to March 5th. And the theme of this week is Venus-Jupiter-Chiron conjunction and Mercury-Saturn. And I will, of course, share more about what these conjunctions are all about. And I used to record the podcast and edit and release all in one day on Sunday. But I find that reducing the work down in more bite sizes allow me to enjoy the process along the way. I love cultivating online connection, and I'm so happy to be able to connect with my community from the comfort of my home, doing podcasts and teaching embodiment, just right in the cozy corner of my home where I can wear comfortable clothes and you know set up the space in the way that is just perfect for me. I can I often integrate plant medicine. I use essential oil. I use flower essence. Right before I get into the sessions and I try to create an experience of immediacy by offering all my classes and workshops live and unrecorded via Zoom, but I am still adjusting to the online or screen experience. Earlier today, I taught a two-hour workshop and shared a bit of shamanic drumming practice that I do personally. I've done a lot of shamanic journeying myself um, using the shamanic drum and as it turned out even though um, as I was sharing the drumming with the workshop participants and the drumming was quite loud in my room and the drum was right next to the microphone. Yet the sound did not translate through the audio because the frequencies of the drum were low and subtle, which makes sense. Um, The shamanic drumming is really to entrain the brain um, into the theta frequencies, which are these low and subtle frequencies. I could not know this though without the participants sharing their experiences with me and I was so glad. It was just for a few minutes. The main shamanic journeying was done with my voice guiding the workshop participants through their active imagination and I feel really blessed that that was um the way that i decided to to do and to share the um the dream journey so there is a big learning curve especially around the audio or sound experience i have also found that unlike in person practice I cannot gauge the energy of the participants through the screen. So much of my teaching used to be about feeling into the energy of the room and the people who showed up and me responding to their frequencies. And now it's like teaching blindly and I have only myself and my feelings and sensations to go by. This actually has been a huge lesson for me. It encourages me to really tune into my body and breath, to slow down and to fully be present because I cannot just be guided by the energies coming from the environments, from the room, from the participants. I feel that I have a lot more to learn and to grow into and I am not at all discouraged by the change and the limitations I am facing as I explore how to engage more deeply and meaningfully online the fact that More than half of the practicing members showed up on a gorgeous Saturday earlier this morning during the ski break and many of my patrons are parents and school teachers and they showed up to spend two hours online with me. It's really, really precious to me. Their presences and encouragements continue to feed my soul and to motivate me to show up and do what I need to do at this time and your energy as well. Thank you so much for connecting with me via this podcast. I am offering a free astrology session for those who leave a review for the Soul Tending on Apple podcast um, because this is really how I can be in a deeper relationship with you you can do so through the link in the show notes and you can book the astrology session on my website and the link is in the show notes as well after the review appear on the Apple Podcast, which may take 24 hours or longer after you leaving the review. And now on to this week's soul-tending message, this week's astrology. And with so many planetary conjunctions going on this week, they hold the frequencies of completion and ending that connect to the mutable water element of Pisces as well as um, with the Sun and Neptune motioning through Pisces and Mercury entering Pisces this week on March 2nd, we are really, really encouraged to release and forgive the past as well as to really dive in to our future self, our spiritual self, by receiving the love, the unconditional love that is already here in the collective unconscious. I decided to focus on the main planetary events and forego the daily transits This may become a recurring method of sharing the weekly soul tending as I am enjoying the process of reflecting on the themes that arise as I meditate on the major planetary transits and their conversations. I hope you like the share as well. Relationship is at the forefront of our emotional awareness this week as the moon reflects more and more sunlight and motioning from the waxing half moon in Gemini to the waxing gibbous moon in Virgo and Leo. Relationship is the realm of Venus and Venus is renewing their current relationship cycle with both Jupiter and Chiron this week. Venus in Aries reflects our need for a fresh start and childlike joy within a relationship. Concerns about love, finance, and relationship get the support of Jupiter that brings optimism and goodwill. The way of Venus is receptivity. The more we open our heart and mind to abundance, the more we can receive what we truly love and value in life. Hence, it's wonderfully kismet that Mercury in Aquarius happens to conjoin Saturn in Aquarius around the same time that Venus gets a big boost of self-confidence from Jupiter which is exciting, lovely and fun but can also tip toward excess emotional indulgence. Mercury in Aquarius conjunct Saturn in Aquarius occurs on Thursday, March 2nd, and right before Mercury leaves Aquarius to enter Pisces on the same day. The transit grounds the mind on the collective responsibility. At this time, we may see increased laws and regulations to protect internet users and especially the social media consumers. Mercury conjoining Saturn at the anoretic or critical or final degree, the 29th degree in Aquarius is about a mastery of the personal mind. There is an urgency around doing what is correct, an agony of decision making because one is equipped with all the past learning and now need to make a jump forward and complete the lesson learned. In other words, it's a big test. The technological system which connects to Aquarius must protect those who exist within it in order for the system to survive. Saturn is the great equalizer this week as they act as the adult in the room who needs to reign in the mind of Mercury and protect the heart of Venus for the people or Aquarius to experience physical safety in the future. Venus conjoins Jupiter at 12 degree Aries on Wednesday, March 1st, for those of us who live on the west coast. And on Friday, March 3rd, Venus conjoins Chiron in Aries at 13 degree. Now at 12 or 13 years old, we, and let's be honest, weren't exactly mature. We may even look back and find that particular version of ourselves ridiculously self-involved and emotionally unresourceful. In contrast, Mercury in Aquarius conjunct Saturn in Aquarius at 29 degree 24 minutes, which is so close to the very end of the Aquarius season, Aquarius sign reflects more mature judgment and decision-making of a 30-years-old. For those of us in more advanced age, at 29-30 to years old, we were hopefully more mature than 13, but we still did not have the kind of self-efficacy and resourcefulness needed to live in complete easeful and collaborative life. Every decision we had to make back then seemed huge and consequential and all of our relationships seemed fragile and they were. Every wrong decision we made at 30 years old without recorrecting the course along the way show up now as ever greater constriction we face physically and socially and every mistakes we made and learned continue to help us find more spaciousness in the mind and heart now. Furthermore. Mercury and Saturn in Aquarius also make a minor aspect called semi-square or semi-square to Chiron in Aries. So there is a subtler connection and deeper conversation going on between the Venus-Jupiter-Chiron conjunction in Aries and the Mercury-Saturn conjunction in Aquarius a deep-rooted psychological conflict or generational wound that needs to be released through a personal revolution. The semi-square is within the last quarter phase, which according to the evolutionary astrologer, Ari Moshe-Wolf, Quotes symbolizes the necessity to break away from any social structures, systems, ideas, beliefs, etc. that the soul has previously merged with. At this phase, the soul is pressured to actualize its potential in a way that reflects an ongoing deconditioning from all the socialization that has occurred prior to this phase." The last quarter phase connects to the Aquarius archetypal qualities including rebelliousness, innovation and progressiveness, disruption, breakdown and breakthrough are needed during these facial relationships for a soul to release itself from the psychological entanglement and past limitations to gain greater mental objectivity. When the breakthrough is successful, the soul can then experience the meta-awareness of mental objectivity that inspires a complete release of the balsamic phase as well as an ability to renew the relationship and experience greater self-understanding and love. As I meditated on the complex dynamic within and between the Venus-Jupiter-Chiron conjunction and the Mercury-Saturn conjunction, some themes had emerged. I hope that these themes support your practice of self-awareness to ground in your self-worth and self-leadership and to renew and grow your relationship. The first theme is Restoring Instinctive Wisdom Collectively, humans have been relying heavily on the mind and its imagination to the point of disconnecting from the natural cycle or the law of nature. Many have been conditioned to ignore and suppress the natural urges and subtle physical cues. Using the mental technologies to heal the gut via drugs and surgeries without correcting the deep-rooted toxicity within the poor nutrient soil and poisonous ocean full of plastics and weapons of war that litter the ocean floor can only lead to more metabolic imbalance and the reason why the deep-rooted toxicity has been happening is because we are not in real relationship through deep spiritual and physical relationship with the natural world we are not living in reciprocity right we aren't developing the relationship of giving and receiving and we are basically just extracting from the natural resources without replenishing them Excess yang energy of toxic masculinity and individualism is the cause of diminished gut instincts which correlate to poor gut health. The yin energy is needed to heal the gut and restore the physical instincts. The conjunction phase which Venus, Jupiter and Chiron in Aries are moving through this week is a yin phase. It reflects the need to turn your attention from external action, argument and blaming, to an inner resolve. At this point, the more you try to gain self-worth, self-confidence and self-actualization externally, the more you stir up the inner and outer toxicity. The action of purification must occur internally if you want to clear away physical and mental toxicity. This doesn't mean that you do nothing. It means that you stop doing the things that are harmful to your body and do what you can to call to it rest, dreams, and deep sleep in order for digestive detoxification and elimination to take place actually both digestive and mental detoxification and elimination to take place. Venus-Jupiter-Chiron conjunction in Aries is under the protection of Mars who holds the cardinal fire or theta frequencies of Aries. Mars connects to gut instincts, digestive fire, physical vitality, and transformative action. The exact conjunction between Venus and Jupiter in Aries and Venus and Chiron in Aries this week reflect the need to heal the gut instincts which relates to the ability to trust the body and connect to the earth wisdom that is the root chakra. The fire element of Aries has the power to transform the body and mind through your gut action. Its purpose is to purify toxic condition and make space for a healthier condition to develop. Restoring the gut instincts or healing the root chakra begins with recognizing your gut-brain as your wisest, most trusted, and reliable healer. When the gut-brain connection is, excuse my directness, stupid, your self-worth or Venus in Aries, self-confidence or Chiron in Aries, and self-actualization, or jupiter in aries are compromised the followings are suggestions for restoring your instinctive wisdom identify what ease and pleasure feel like in your body identify where tension is in your body Breathe into the tension by softening and relaxing the area as you feel the inflow and outflow of your breath. Advocate for your physical needs. Make sure that your basic physical needs and urges for sleep elimination, food and water, procreation and recreation, including novelty or creativity, are met. The second theme is acting from inner authority. The semi-square between Venus and Saturn, Chiron and Saturn, and Mercury and Chiron Indicate the need to heal self-worth and self-confidence via breaking away from the outside authorities and social conditioning and answering to as well as acting from the inner authority. According to human design, a holistic self-knowledge system which combines astrology, the I Ching, Kabbalah, and Vedic philosophy, the inner authority connects to the sacral chakra and is called the sacral authority. The sacral is the emotional body that connects to both the gut and the heart. When you need to make a decision, you can tune into the sacral or inner authority and find the answer you need. Interestingly, human design recognizes that not everybody has a clear and direct path to receive an answer from the inner authority. Although everyone has access to the sacral authority and gut instincts, some people are more relational and they need more relationship support from the people around them to accomplish what their bodies need to do. I am one of these people because my sole purpose is here to collaborate with a community. When I receive the invitation, a cue, or an affirmation to move forward with my inner yes from my community, I have all the power I need to fulfill my core needs and soul desires." For those whose soul is here in this lifetime to actualize their life purpose more personally and less interpersonally or transpersonally, they can move forward with their inner yes without waiting for an invitation or affirmation from other people. Their personal power and livelihood do not depend on others as much as those who are here to influence others through relationship. In fact, they can accomplish more and feel great as opposed to feeling depleted when they act swiftly according to their inner authorities. Because the inner authority lives in the emotional body, the more sensitive you are to the external world and other people's emotions, the harder it is for you to access your sacral authority. Knowing your natal and progressed Mars, which connects to your gut instincts, can clarify your inner authority style and how to nurture it and learning about your soul evolution and purpose from your natal and progressed charts can help you connect with your inner authority in ways that feel generative, meaningful and fulfilling. The third and final theme is accessing meta-awareness. According to Wikipedia, metacognition or meta-awareness is an awareness of one's thought processes and an understanding of the patterns behind them. Intersectionality, an analytical framework for understanding how aspects of a person's social and political identities combine to create different modes of discrimination and privilege, is an example of meta-awareness. It is akin to transpersonal experience and perception, which again, according to Wikipedia is, where your quote, sense of self extends beyond, in parenthesis, trans, the individual or personal to encompass wider aspects of humankind, life, psyche, or cosmos." Unquote. Mercury conjunct Saturn in Aquarius at 29 degrees reflects the sole desire to take on social responsibility via mental mastery. Mercury in Aquarius is the humanistic mentality that recognizes each human as capable of realizing their dignity, worth, and life meanings through reason, logic, scientific inquiry, and human fulfillment in the natural world. As Mercury conjoins Saturn in the critical degree, there is a need to release the old beliefs and social conditionings that continue to oppress humanity and impede social equality and humanitarian effort toward a more sustainable future. Cultivating metacognition or gaining meta-awareness requires first, nervous system regulation and second, cognitive development. Following are some tools and practices to help you access meta-awareness. Safety first. Excusing yourself from an emotionally escalating conversation or communication gives you time to regulate your nervous system and to respond with more mental objectivity. You are not avoiding the situation, you are finding emotional safety. Sometime taking three deep breaths before reapproaching the communication is sufficient. System thinking utilizing knowledge systems such as evolutionary astrology, archetypal astrology, meridian theory, human design, transpersonal psychology or humanistic psychology can help you perceive the natural patterns or the cycle of nature and the interconnectedness of life and the universe. Remember that the more you are open to different knowledges, the less you are susceptible to small thinking or rigid beliefs. The third and final practice is called questioning the thinking. Your feeling doesn't need to be questioned. You feel what you feel and your feeling is completely valid and self-evident. Remember to question what you think and why you think this way. Does your line of thoughts or a solution you find reflect the knowledge systems that you find helpful, or does it reflect your emotional reaction coping strategy parental and or social conditionings and which knowledge systems can help you think and find better solution for your physical and emotional needs To the end. Thank you for meditating on the powerful planetary conjunctions. And tending to the soul with me, I am loving the soft yet dramatic sky of the Pisces season. And again, I hope you find some time to look up and appreciate the beautiful scene above and all around. And if you appreciate the weekly reminder on how to celebrate and embody the elemental and celestial energies that i offer please please leave a review on the soul tending on apple podcast you will receive a free astrology session with me as a gift of gratitude for reciprocating and being in a relationship with me i wish you many opportunities to connect with your instinctive wisdom inner authority and higher awareness this week have a beautiful goodbye to the months of february and a sweet hello to the months of March.